Welcome to Agents Only, the number one place for real estate agents. You're joined by your hosts, Matt Steinwade and Amy Callister. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another episode and I just want to firstly say a huge shout out to all of those who have messaged both myself or Matt. I do understand we haven't been able to do a podcast for the last two weeks. We've been incredibly busy entering into the spring, busy real estate market, but we are here. We are back. And of course, I have the incredible Matt Steinway with me. Maddie, how are you? What have you been doing over the last couple of weeks? Hi, Amy. Um, we're firing at the moment. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we're firing. Like it, it, oh, don't get me wrong, it's hard work, but um, things are going really good. I just... Um, you know, head down, bum up with just making things connect in the, in the current market. It's one of those things. It was really funny. I watched a video the other day and I bloody loved it. I'm going to send it through to you. It was about there's never a good time to buy a property like excuses buyers use with you. And it's like, mm-hmm. we're going to wait till after COVID finishes. We're going to wait till the bidding war ends because we don't want to overpay for a property. Actually, we're just going to wait for interest rates to drop. And you know what? It kind of made me laugh because everyone's in this kind of can get into this gloom state around interest rates. We've just had another one at 2.5%. But really, they always come up with excuses, right? It's it's getting through those that really make the results. Yeah, it is. You know, like... Um, I just don't deal with those people. Like I, and I, I don't mean that in an arrogant way. You just can't. You like you got to protect your business. So when someone says to me, "Oh, you know, like, um, oh, the market's going to go down more," I'll just go oh, watch. I, I just don't deal with them. Uh, put them in the database. Let the let the um the IT deal with them. And I just all I deal with is people who just genuinely want to buy a house. You know, like we have got limited time each day, Amy, and You've got to be ruthless with your time. And I mean ruthless. It's a need basis market. So um, what that means to me is if they need to do something, I'm right with them. They've got me. So it, you've got to go limited time each day, Amy. And this is, and I think a lot of young agents also who, who may be listening to this put it into perspective. Like I've been doing it a long time. So I've been doing it probably before some of them were born. And, and it's like, I look at things differently these days. So I'm not saying to anyone, go and be arrogant. Don't, oh no, I'm not dealing with you and all this sort of stuff. It's like, I don't, I don't care how much money they've got. I don't care sort of who they are or what they are. But if they need to buy a home, that's all I care about. So if they've moved up and go, Matt, we put our kids in school. We want to be in. This is our budget. This is what we need to do. I'm like, move out of the way. <laughs> I'm going to be... Um, uh, I'm going to go find you the house. And if you have a, a pot of 30 buyers that want to buy a house today, you're going to do very well in me. But the trick is you've got to have to stop. Yeah. So when the market changes, and it's always changing in me, it's like the surf, it always changes. Mm-hmm. If you're a surfer, if anyone listening to this is a surfer, you can't say, I'm just going to surf on the good days. They're hardly ever. <laughs> like you've got to be, if it's two foot on shore, if you love surfing, you just love surfing. I love real estate. I love the deal and getting and winning the business and running fast. And, you know, you're going to trip over sometimes and other times you're going to get over the finish line before everybody else. And sometimes, like I came second in McGrath this year. doesn't mean I have a tantrum. It's like, hmm, how do I get a bit better? 
What do I need to do this year? How do I, um, you know, make sure my targets are hit? How do I make my team tighter? Who else do I need to put in my team? What do I need to, I really, I use it as like energy. So the market at the moment, so much opportunity in me. Yeah. So much opportunity. Half the agents are asleep. Like half the agents are literally watching sunrise and watching what the latest interest rate update is. I couldn't care less. I don't know what they're doing. I, I wouldn't have a clue. Honestly, I don't watch the news. Don't listen to the news. I hear it from people saying, oh, the interest rates, I think they're projected to go up another year. And I think they're projected to go, go down another year. Who cares? All that matters. You know, I was thinking just the other day, someone said to me, I'm sorry to go on a bit of a rant at the moment, but I love it. Um, but someone said to me the other, the other day, oh, you know, the market's probably going to go down and then go back up in 12 months time. And I'm like, oh, okay, fantastic. And I, was, I had a bit of a flashback. Like, you know, when you're talking to someone and you mentally go, and you go into another place. Like deja vu kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, not deja vu, like a memory. Like you're like... Oh, God, like, yeah. Like, yeah, and I, I remember when the GFC was here that people were rushing over to America to buy houses for $10,000. <laughs> and I, I, people in our area going, like developers, and, oh, we own America, you can get houses for 10000 and you should be buying some. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, not for me, thanks. And... But, you know, whether it was then or now or whatever, it's like, it was like so bad back then, but we grew our business four times as big in the GFC. So it doesn't mean we flourished and don't get me wrong. We, the money got very tight. The business got very tricky. The receptionist would leave and we sort of half couldn't afford her anymore. So I'd be answering the phones or Jamie or anyone or whoever, everyone became the receptionist. And, and it, but we looked for the opportunity and the opportunity was, here's, here's a, a, an area that we think has potential. What a time to build traction when everyone else is distracted. So some areas in me, like to give you an idea, Wombrel is probably a good, area to gauge the market on. And when Womberal is pumping hard, out of control, can't buy a property, 12 to 15 houses for sale. That's when, you know, what we've just been through. Can't find them. Every agent wants to do it for nothing. Yeah. Fighting over them. Womberal's probably like it's nice beach suburbs, got a nice array of houses in it. In the, the middle of the GFC, or it just kept building sort of thing, it got to about 115 to 120 houses on the market. Some areas, like, and that's out of 1,200 homes, some areas, similar, had like 300 in them. You just couldn't sell the thing. It was amazing. We just could not sell them. But out of that, I learned there's so much opportunity everywhere. You just got to have your opportunity goggles on. And in all of that, I'd be like, when I'd be talking to an owner, I'd be like, do you really need to sell your house? They're like, yeah, we do. And and then I've got to find the stream of buyers. And even when no one was buying houses, there was always someone interested at a price. Yeah. And I'm not saying just belt people down, but I, I learned the value, um, the closure has more value sometimes than price. You know and, what? And when, Sorry, you go, Maddie. Keep going. No, and when that happens, but this market is a mixture of that. Some are going okay, some are not going okay, some people really need to sell. So you've got to like work out where the stream is 
for the property. So anything that's, and the reality is, right, I was talking to Trev yesterday. We have every Monday morning, yesterday's Tuesday, but we had public holiday Monday. Every Monday morning, we have this team meeting, me, my my business unit. We sit there and we go through every listing. We go through every hot buyer. We go through what's happening. Trev's got this property in Wombrel, 1.8 million it's on for. He's like, it's got to be worth that. I said, no, it's not worth that, Trev. Like, it's not. And Trev's a very experienced salesperson. I said, it's not because it's not selling, Trev. Mm. You can sit it there all you want, but the reality is, it's been on the market for four weeks. You've got no offers. You've got this, whatever, three and a half weeks, whatever, no offers. You've got a single garage. It's a nice home. It's a little bit small. Really in your heart, what do you think it's worth? And he's like, 1.6. Yeah. And I said, there you go. And I'll tell you what it's worth now, 1.5 to 1.6. That's what it's worth. Because now it's not what it's worth. It's just under that. And when you have a listing that hits that point, phone rings like nothing else so there's a thousand buyers around stock levels are relatively low the rental market's still pretty good the market's actually all right it's people's mind like people's perception or the market should be here or the property should be here no it's not if you took your emotion out of winning the listing and just wanted to say to an owner this is what it's worth i'm telling you this is where it will sell because agents know you've got to be a bit brave and some of them won't use you but but the ones that use you, they will sell. And they will sell within a reasonable amount of time. So you've got to be really good right now at ha having people feel confident and comfortable that you're giving them the right advice. It's always got to be price or presentation. Like really, I mean, service always. and We always talk about that service and evidence when it comes to you. And when yeah. it comes to this, the property not selling, it's always price or presentation. Like you can just always count on that. Maddie, one of the things that um, I guess a lot of clients, you know, they're coming to me and they, I get, I get asked a lot of questions and I'll be up in Brisbane shortly and I look forward to seeing some people up there. But one of the questions that I'm constantly getting kind of like is, Amy, my appraisals are down, my appraisals are down. And I'm like, well, obviously in a good market, everyone, or when it's pumping and things are selling 500,000 over, everyone wants to know the value of their home. And so one of, one of the things I'm seeing is agents are changing their behaviour. Number one, they're not picking up the phone as much because, oh, we've got to have that conversation and ooh, they're, they're trying to reduce their marketing sometimes and, like, some of them, you know, their marketing is, is so key to keep them front of mind with potential people. And one of the things I wanted to chat to you about today, because you never waver, you never waver, and actually, I, I, funnily enough, Someone asked me, how do I keep consistency? And, you know, I was like, just follow Matt Steinway. Um, but what I wanted to ask you about is this concept around saturating your market, your marketing practices and your calls. Because right now I'm seeing agents in a good market, you can just kind of tap into your database and you can just do all these kind of stock standard things and you don't really have to, you know, do you want to know what your home's worth? It might have gone up half a million dollars. Like, of course, but what, how are you, how do you describe saturation and your marketing within your business and your prospecting activities? Could you give me a little bit of an oversight on that for our listeners? Yeah, I, 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 um, I think now you've got to control your mindset more than anything. Yeah. So you've you got to have little wins, like you've got you to gotta make it a bit of a game, but have little wins. But now more than ever, this, we, this is the greatest opportunity. <clears throat> <clears throat> This is the greatest opportunity I've ever seen 
in the last 10 years to build market share right now, right now. The market is, you know, I don't know if it's not great, great, whatever you want to call it. If the market is there, but it's, it's slower right now. So it's slower, but that, that means you've got more space. So you've got more space to go build traction. We've just tripled our um, spend with you and me. We've just tripled our social media spend. So we've gone from whatever it was, 1,000 to three, 4,000 or whatever it is. And you're going, that's too much, Matt. And I'm like, no, Amy, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Because I see an opportunity that is so great right now that we're going to leave everyone behind. Yeah. So we, we are investing in reports and you know great new reports that we've just got designed. We're excited about them. And Jordan's going to door knock every single owner in our area and go back out and get property number one again and go and hand deliver each report one by one by one by one by one by one by one. Every single one. Not this, just send it out and hope somebody rings up. We're going to do that. We are upstepping our, our um, marketing um, tempo. So we are like a printing press. We are on the phone like nothing else right now, just connecting with, not looking for leads. I'm not looking for a listing image. I'm not looking for a listing at all. That's great if they come. That's fine. But I am, we are building relation, the relationship momentum faster than ever right now. I'm r- relentless in the office with, Jordan, did you do your connects today? Did you do your connects? If there's a day he misses it, I go, you're going backwards, Jordan. You are going backwards. I'm teaching you how to have uncontested business in the next three to five years. So when the market ticks again at some point, and I, I don't wake up ever, Emmy, and think to myself, I wonder what the market's like today. <laughs> I don't do it. I am the market. And when I say I am the market, I don't mean me. I'm not like Dr. Fauci and saying I am science. Not at all. You make your market. I make my market. I'm like, if I've got three people that want to buy a house today, that's phenomenal. That's three people that I add to my business and I'm going to go find them a house. I don't see, say, do they buy a house today? Not at all. I'll find them a house and they'll buy one next week or the week after, whatever. You do that enough times, and if you're just getting started, you do that enough times in the next six months, in the next year, in the next year and a half, in the next two years, you're going to have a huge month at some point, a huge month, bigger than ever. And then what you've got to do is have the momentum to keep that going. So your month just stay there or upwards. When people are on and off, like driving a car, have you ever dealt, driven with a really bad driver? Yeah, my husband. And, and they're like, and they're like, <laughs> up, like, but like kangaroo jumps and they're like, just so like, they're not good. That's how a lot of real estate agents run their business. They think prospecting is a choice thing. It's not a choice thing. It's no. not a, I'll select prospecting today. It's a business function. It's a part of our, we do not have a shop, Emmy. The shop is the stock we generate from our prospecting. That determines, like an Apple store. Apple stores have lines out them all the time because it's really good product. When we have the best listings, we have buyers lines everywhere. So my goal is to build my profile in such a way that I attract the best business. And you can't do that any other way apart from relentless, consistent, never-ending prospecting. Do you know That's what it. I love? Do you know what I love though? And I mean, it's it's amazing. I get very passionate, Emmy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love very it. Passionate. Do you know I get what very I love passionate. Though? I start yelling. I'm in my car on the side of the road. I'm yelling out <laughs> the car. People would think I'm nuts. <laughs> Do you know what I love though? Like I remember once I sent you through a social media report and it was like one of our best ones for the month. And I remember you looking at it and going, oh yeah, is that good? 
And I was like, yeah, it's amazing. And Maddie, you never question, like it's it, the thing is with you is your mindset is never instant results. Like, and don't get me wrong, like I still have big performance KPIs in my team and I still want to hit really big targets. Not about that. Every single day I work on how I can get better at, you know, managing social media leads and getting people engaged in conversations through the team. But one of the things is you're never looking for this instant result. And it's almost like agents now, like some of them come to me and, and I have them call me and like, I have two people say stuff like, does this mean I don't have to make my calls? And I'm like, no, you definitely still need to make your calls. And they're like, how, how quick, how quick will I get my first listing? I'm like, do you, like, that's not how it works. And one of the things that I think is so important right now, you know how, like, when you're trying to attract the right person or like, you know, if you're going out on a date, if you're too keen Sally and you're desperate, they smell it on you. You know, they smell that, like that, desperation and sometimes agents right now instead of having those harder conversations they're kind of desperate for their next sales listing and lead and they smell it I was with you what I've always identified is obviously you care about results and incoming business not saying that but you never look at that next outcome you always just look on creating a conversation and a relationship with a potential vendor never signing them on the spot would you say that's right oh absolutely like I you know I don't get me wrong, I'll close when I need to close, but it's like I, I, when you fall in love with the process, you will become number one. Yeah. That's it. When you fall in love with the process, and I'm in love with the process, I really am. I'm in love with the process. I, I love nurturing relationships. Every sales manager in, in Australia should say, I want you to just start or nurture 20 relationships today. That's what they should be doing. Not saying I want you to go out and find a listing because it's the wrong way around. You, nur you nurture enough relationships, you make that part of your KPI every day to go and start or connect with 20 new relationships in your area and just say, hey, I'm Matt, how are you? Just wondering if you had any thoughts of selling your house at all. No, all oh, the weather's not that great today. Yeah, I'll see you on the next time around. Blah, 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 bye. And then the next one is a report and the next one this and that and just giving them stuff that's going to make them say, oh, gee, that guy's very active. So at some point in time, they're going to go, hey, Matt, we are thinking of selling. Would you, do you want to come over? You're like, yeah, I'd love to come over. So you go over there and you're having a chat to them and it's comfortable. It's like, where are you going? Whatever. They're very open because you've, you've contacted them 38 times before. Yeah. And, and that's the business I look for in me and that's the business I want to build. And yeah, you're going to get the, the ones that you don't know very well and you're going to get all these different types. But, but please understand, everyone listening to this now, you can change your entire business in 12 months. Yeah. You, you can change it, the whole lot. But you've got to be the motor for the results you want to see later. And you can't let yourself off. It's like fitness. Don't let yourself off or you get fat. That's it. If you want to sit there every day and eat chocolate cake and, and you want to eat too many calories and eat takeaway every night, you will get fat. And I understand it. I completely know what that's like. But I'm not willing to do that. I want to be a certain level of fitness. So what that takes is I've got to commit to a minimum of a block of time every day and I've got to eat well. And if I do that, my body will stay within a certain parameter. That's good. So I've got to do the work. And same is with your business. It is no different than the gym we go to every day. The prospecting time that we allow, that we make, is exactly the same as it's our business fitness. You can't let yourself off. If you let yourself off, you go backwards and you leave the door open for somebody else. Our, our whole business, Emmy, this whole industry is a running race. I've said it for years. Yeah. I want to run faster than everybody else. And, on, and over time, 
I will leave them behind. And I don't mean that in an in a arrogant or competitive way. I'm 30 years down the track of me and I'm still running real fast. And I still have deep desires to get better and better and better and better. And I know if I don't prospect for three, four, five, six, seven days a week, two weeks, there's going to be a time when I'll go, shivers, I need some more business. You can't just go and get business in this game. It so doesn't maybe, work like that. If someone's sitting there right now, okay, and they've gone through this market shift and, you know, they're in a, they're in a rut right? Because the reality is, is it's really easy to get there. You kind of fall slight down. You're not wanting to make your calls. You're cutting your marketing spend because you think you've got to tighten everything up. You're not investing in your agent brand. You're not making your calls. I want the three things that, because I know that you have run a business for a really long time and you've been through so many market cycles. If you were sitting in front of that person right now, and you would say to them, here's the three things you're going to do every day to get out of that. What would they be? Okay. Well, first the thing, Amy, what you said there before is you don't need money. Mm. You don't need money in this business. They, they can't use me. If they can't afford me, they can't use me. If they can't afford to do beautiful big brochures. I spent 15 years in my business mm. not spending money. I did letters and I did the hard work. I was out on the streets every day. I just did a podcast with Gavin Rubenstein yesterday and it, and I, I was talking about how he wanted to know how I started. I walked the streets from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day and knocked on every house across the whole area. Mm. That's what I did and every day. And it's not glamorous at all, but I have nothing else. So if you've got a little bit to invest, then you're a mile ahead of where I was. So don't let that be a roadblock. Yeah. You know, live within your means. Just don't buy expensive cars. You know all that. You know what I'm about. Like, um, I, I don't have anything flashy. Because times like this, I want to live with mental peace. I don't, I don't want to be waking up to a BMW that costs me $180,000 and the service costs $6,000. So peace of mind will enable you to have intense focus. When you have peace, it's like when your home life isn't right. Everything's not right. So you want to make choices that are really appropriate for where you're at. Don't go buy... I, I wear shoes that are like... I don't know, they're like $200. Like, I don't need Gucci shoes. Mm. You know, I don't need any of that. And there's a reason for that in me because I don't want to feel like they're not appropriate for times like this mm. when your results aren't as strong. You know, and, and the reality is sometimes your results will drop back a little bit, but that's okay. Keep doing the right things because they will bounce back again. Just keep doing the right things and work your way through it and go with the rhythm of the market. That's all it is now. It's just a rhythm, different rhythm. We listen to different songs. Sometimes people listen to sad songs and love them and cry. And then another person listens to it and go, oh, that's so depressing. I don't even know how you listen to that. <laughs> so it's like, it's just a rhythm to the market. And then the, the, the last thing I would say is you've got to be a machine. Like you have to be, and everyone wants different things. You don't need to be me or Gavin Rubenstein or Alex Phillips and John McGrath, none of those people. It, it, but you've got to be your best. And I'm on a quest to be my best. So it's like, what does that mean to me? I want to be really fit. I want to feel great. Because when you feel great, you can weather the storm. I want to eat really well. I set my days up for little wins. So I want to make sure my targets are met every day. I've got a little thing on my diary with prospecting numbers in the side. Yes, I still prospect today, but differently. And I want to provide amazing service to people. I want to deal with good people. But the funny thing is when you're feeling really good, you attract the same people. When you're feeling really anxious and worried and all over the place and angry and blah, 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 you attract those people. Mm. 
So the law of attraction is something that I studied for a very long time, and I want to be the beacon of energy that attracts my success, that attracts the results. No one does it for you, Emmy. No one's giving, no one's doing things to me. I'm attracting it. So I like my, I like my day. I'll finish on this. I like my days to be relatively steady. steady. Yes, there's ups and downs, there's you know adrenaline and not, and you know wins and losses. But I want my days to be. Um, relatively energetically steady. Emotional control is my focus. Then the hard work comes after that. So when you're feeling good, you're emotionally steady, and then you do some hard work, good things happen. And that's it for me. I love it. Well, thank you so much for another podcast. I'm so grateful to have you with me. I think the best thing that I took out of that was the greatest opportunity is here in the last 10 years to build more market share all you need to do, ladies and gentlemen, is change that mindset. Maddie Steinwaite, I adore you to bits. Thanks again for your time. For more information and exclusive access to Matt Steinway's bulletproof listing strategy and prospecting systems, along with media and marketing school, visit www.agentschool.com.au.